Okay. <clears throat> Today's Misila Isharim is dedicated in the honor of our esteemed member of the Misila Isharim Chabura, Stephen Grazi. I don't know, they didn't give me the information from the office who uh, donated this. Someone from his fan club. Okay. Seder, let's go. So now we're holding in this, we're holding by this paragraph. Even though we started a massive topic yesterday, but I'm going to start a new paragraph now. This other Yesaitis will surface, Turjeman, uh, resurface, so we're going to start a new paragraph. Ezra came back, so let's go. Good? We're up to this paragraph of the Omru Oid. See that paragraph? This is in chapter 19, Perek Yutet, and it says, "Ve'amru od ve'natan lecha rahamim ve'rihamecha." You found it? You, I think you might have two different. Uh, where is it in your book? Kuf Yud Zion. in your books. No, I think you have a different book than them. Yeah, Take yeah. this one, Kuf Yud Zion. Okay. So now the Gemara says, "What do we learn from here?" Anybody who has mercy on the creations, on the people, they have mercy on him from heaven. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit, then we're going to open up deep Amkis here. Okay? Step by step. So now, this is simple. The way Hashem works is measure for measure. In his own judgment, that means a person can actually affect how they judge him in Shammai. He's in the driver's seat. If he's going to go ahead with his friends and the people around him, and he's going to be very, very alpimidat haddin, the way he's going to work with them. So then in Shamayim, they're going to say to him, okay, we're going to work with you alpimidat haddin, exactly. But if a person is going to be merahem ala biriyot, and he's going to be uh, easy with them and work with them with the midah of Rachamim and Chesed, then he deserves that that's the way they should deal with him in Shabbat. Okay, sounds simple, but it's very deep. I'm going to get to it. One step at a time. Okay? Achas la'achas. Okay? Now, let's just read a little bit. Okay, when she meet the Kenegan meet, this is what it says in Chazal. In Rosh Hashanah, Now what does this mean, Nose Avon? boy said, you know what Nose Avon means? Josh, you know what Nose Avon means? Okay, so I'm going to read you a little bit from the Sefer Toymet Devoir. Rav Don Segel over here brings from Toymet Devoir. I'm going to read you a little bit. And hopefully today, we're going to have time to go a little bit into a 
Yisoyed from Rabbi Yisrael Salanta. So big stuff. Okay? So he says like this. In Sefer Torah Devorah Perak Aleph, it says, basically the Sefer Torah Devorah, which was written by the Ramak, of Moshe Kordivero, from the great Mekubolim in the time of the Bet Yosef and the Arizal. So he wrote a Sefer, many Svarim, and one of the Svarim he wrote was called Termit It's built around the 13 Midot of Rahamim of Hashem, based on the way the Navi brings it out. Mi el avon over al pesha Right? That one. And he explains each Midot of Rahamim of Hashem. And then he teaches us how to go in the ways of Hashem. Halicha B'Jrochav. Okay? So, it says over there, Mi El Kamocha. Second one, Nose Avon. So how does Rav Moshe Kordivero explain Nose Avon? Because you have to know what it is. Because the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, Lemi Nose Avon. Lemi Shu'avel Al Pesha. Not so simple to get Nose Avon from Hashem. You have to do something on your end. Called Over Al Pesha. So what does Nose Avon mean? Zokt the Toymar Devoira. Shaharei. Listen good. This is very deep stuff. It's not inside the Masil Sashon. This is on the bottom of mine. Because I got the Pirishon Rabdan. But this is what he says. Okay? Tishma Tov. Shaharei lo yoase odem ovoin shalayivra mashchis. Every Avera that's committed by a human being creates a mashchis, a destructive angel. Okay? When you do a sin, you create a kategor, a prosecutor. So when you get to Shamayim, this guy is going to prosecute against you. This malach, which is going to play the role of your prosecutor against you, he's one of the biggest enemies you have, Listen good, Henry. Nice to see you. He says, So a guy did an Avera, creates, and we create something. It's a creation. Create a mashchas. The mashchas goes before Hashem and says, Mr. So-and-so created me. Okay? Now he needs sustenance. Anything that was created needs sustenance, yes? And every single thing in this world that's, that exists has to exist. It's the manifestation of the will of Hashem and the Shefa that Hashem gives it, the sustenance that Hashem gives it. And this bad Malach stands before Hashem, he says, how am I going to live? Hadin noisen, what should be the halacha? What should be the shurat hadin? Hashem should say, I do not give parnasa to destructive angels. Yelech eitzel mi she'osoi v'yisfarsen v'yisfarnes v'imenu. Go to the guy who made you and get Panasa from him. And what would be if Hashem said that? You know what would happen? Listen, good. 
If you listen good, you'll feel like a very lucky human being that you still walk this planet, okay? The Hoya Mashris Yore Miyad Venoitel Nishmosai. I'm not going into the mechanics in Kabbalah. Why a mashchis taking taking your soul will give him mazon, but that's not the point. The fact is, if he needs mazon, he will take your soul. It means whatever your punishment for your sin would be, he would that destructive thing that he's taking would give him life. Until the onish is fulfilled, and then he goes, then he expires. Okay? Deep Kabbalistic things, not important, all the protein, but that's the facts. You do an Avera, you create a mashas. If Hashem would do what the din is, what Midas din is, Machayev, is tell the mashrit, go get Parnosa from the guy who made you. What would be the Parnosa? What would keep him alive? The actual punishment that he would administer on you will keep him alive until the chet is, is finished and then he will expire. The But Hashem does not do that. He carries and he tolerates the insult of the sin. Zon umefanish hamashkes hazeh. He's cleaning up your mess for you. Ad until when does Hashem do this for you? Ad sheyechod mishloisha devor. There's three possibilities, three scenarios. Oishi yoshev achoytem b'tshuva. You can do teshuva, and what's going to happen? V'yachileu v'yibatleu b'sigufa. And through the process of tshuva, you bring onto yourself your own pain and suffering, which is a subject in itself exactly how that is and how that works. So that's one mahalach, and then the mashas is gone. Or Hashem will give you yisurim and misa, other forms of kapar, which is not as painful or as detrimental as this thing. And it'll actually give you a kapora. The other way is if the mashkas would take your life, you would get no kapora. You would still be punished. But you would just die from the fact that you have to be Muslim. But over here, there's a process of Yisurim where Hashem will give you a kapora. Oyelach v'gehen v'sham yifrachoyim. That's what Hashem is doing for each and every one of us 20 times a day. Or more. Or less for you guys. Sadiqim. Okay? But every time you do Averis, you create Mashchisim. Mashchisim want to be Mashchis you. Ala Makom. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you time. Time for what? To t- take care of business yourself and save yourself from this thing. Okay? Now, says the Heilige Ramak, Zokter Azei, Yilmad HaOdom, how much a person has to tolerate his friends. You have to tolerate your friends and the people around you 
even if they do to you things to this degree, that means, yeah. That means there's people around you, they have to mature, they have to work on themselves, they have to develop in a relationship. A lot of things going on in life. So you can either say, listen, you did me wrong, and that's it, I'm done with you. Or, you could be soivil, you could tolerate the child, the wife, the husband, the friend, the roommate, whatever it is, till they work on themselves to become better people. Even though right now they're not doing nothing. Then, that's called noseavon. Noseavon means, if somebody did something against you, and they still not doing tshuva, they're not changing yet. So if you're noiseh the ovoin, then what's Hashem going to say? Then Hashem's going to do the same thing for you. He's going to be over al pesha. Okay? Again, I'm just giving you the basics now. This We didn't touch lambdas yet. Because we have to touch lambdas because this is a very, very dacrostic yisoyt. Uh, because there's a fine line between being abused and being no se'avon. And this is where the amkus begins. Okay? The Torah doesn't expect you to sit and get bashed and beaten and destroyed and traumatized and abused. No such a Torah. But the same Torah says that you have to be no se'avon. And... A lot of big stuff you have to do. So we need to really understand this subject good. But we're not ready yet. Okay? First we have to see the basic chazals. So what we learned so far in the basic chazals, we learned number one, if you merachem ala bris, then merachem on you on shamay. Meaning, I just want to get an amkis, just a basic amkis. This is like elementary amkis. Rachmanis by definition means as follows. My boys, I'm giving you your soitis. Don't forget them. Rachmanis by definition means that Midas Hadin is Mechaev one way and you're going above Midas Hadin. Okay? That's the definition. Rachmanis and Chesed means above Midas Hadin. Midas Hadin says one way and then Chesed and Racham go above that. Okay? Clear? Are we clear? So if you want Hashem to not deal with you with Midas Hadin strict, so if you go above Midas Hadin with others, Hashem will go above Midas Hadin with you. So Hagam, it's called Racham and Vechesed, says Vesil Sesharm, Groysa Amkis, that it's also a kiyum of Midas Hadin. Means the world has to run on Midas Hadin. Okay? So Midas Hadin is Mechaib, ain't Mevatrun Bedin. We don't get, people can't get off the hook on din. But the point is that since if you, with your friends, go above me to sudden you use Racham and Chesed, in din you deserve that the Hanhaga, that Hashem should go with you, should be Racham and Chesed. So Agam, it's overriding din, it's din. Din is masking that you should be over on din, go above din.
Rachman is just something in din. It's not something yeah. that's separate. It's not separate from din. Okay? This is a very deep thing. Rabbi Ezra, you're the Roy Shavad. I mean, It's a lot of Okay, good. Okay, so you hear, this is deep lovedness. <coughs> Henry, you're hopping the lovedness? This is deep lovedness. That's, that, that was the first chazal. Second chazal. Let me know you say avoid. Let me show you about pesha. Umi, she'eno, now we're back at the Masil Tishon. Umi, she'eno, roitza la'ava, midoisov. Umi, roitza ligmol chesed. Hine adin noisa shagam imoi loyas el ashuras hadin. So we're gonna throw at you the letter of the law. Re'e'ata. Mihuze. Ve'ezehu. Nobody could make it through this Din Torah if it has to be perfect Midas Adem. Not Shaykh. Dovid Amelech Mispalel Veoime. Va'al Tavoy Bemishpat Es Avdecho. He's davening to Hashem not to go with him with Mishpat. Because no one will survive. One who does chesed will get chesed. It's not a black and white business. I mean, it's every step. The more chesed you do, David HaMelech was so unbelievable in Midas HaChesed that he would do Chesed even with his enemies. Okay? When they got sick, I put on sack. I, I prayed for them. He fasted for them. Now, this is beginning big stuff. You ready, Rabbi Say? Fasten your seatbelts. Okay, we only have five minutes here, but I need to go deep into the sukkah. Deep. So the first thing is, we say you have to do chesed. Chesed, rachamim, that's for us, is an emergency. Because being that it's not so easy to be a big tzaddik. And it's not so easy not to do Averis. And it's not so easy and it's virtually impossible to pass the criticism of Midas Hadid. So we definitely need to have a lot of mercy. Good. Which is, in essence, the whole basis of tefillah and betochen. Because betochen means that I have a right to rely on the mercy of Hashem. will override the Midas Hadim. Okay, that's a short explanation of Betochen, but not going to the whole story. Okay? So we live on this thing called Midas HaRacham Vachasit. Now, I want you to get this clear. This has two ramifications. You listening? Two ramifications. Ramification number one, is how to perceive what you did wrong. Meaning, 
Let's say you have a guy who's in yeshiva who missed on an average misses three first seders a week. Okay? So now the Rosh Hashiva can call him into the room and say, listen, buddy, three first seders a week on an average you miss. That's a crazy amount. I think you need to find yourself another career. Midas Hadid. Because you have six days a week, 50% you don't come. It's impossible to grow with 50%. I'll see you later. Alright? Now. Or, we could say like this. This bocher really shouldn't be coming any seders a week. For whatever reasons. And then, he working on himself, and he's up to 50%. Right? I'm just giving like a marshal. It's not exact, but it's a marshal. That means I can look at things face value. Face value means 50% failure. Or I could take calculations. I could see things from different perspectives. I could take things into consideration, and by the time I finish with you, I could turn you into a tzaddik. The guy who's only coming 50%, sadiq. Yeah? That's a deep thing in how to judge. A deep thing. And we have to actually use this midah to judge our friends. You understand? I'm not going to go into that. It's all and stuff. We have to end soon. How to have a different kind of perspective, which you take a lot of different things into consideration, and you're able to see him in a positive light, even though in the face value things are not being done correctly. This is what it says in many of the Mepharshim, explaining the Gemara that says that Hashem, if you don people lekav zechut, Hashem will don you lekav zechut. Okay? Even though Hashem knows the facts. But this Midas Hadin had to look at things. So when you marachim on people, if you do things, if you're noisa, what's before noisa, they call them marachim alabrias. There's two separate things here. You marachim on people and you do things bechesed and you dan them bechesed and dan the kavzachus and you do things. Then the way Hashem will take into consideration where you were born and the, all your everything about you can go easy on you in the actual avla itself. Okay. The second point is the point of nosei avon is where you give people time. And you, you, which means, in other words, in a deeper way, means, I believe in people that they will come around. I have patience with them. I'm tolerant with them. I work with them. So if you have that attitude towards people, then Hashem will have that attitude towards you. He'll give you time. He'll give you siyat of the shmaya. He may send some people to help you. It's a way of working with you. So this is a very, very important yesoid in general in life. That we have to realize that when we are faced with challenges all the time, in Ben Adam Lechaver, challenges all the time, whether that's in the dormitory, 
whether that's with chabruses, whether it's with parents, whether it's with friends, a spouse, whatever. Workers, co-workers, bosses. Our lives are full with challenges of dealing with people. And really you're setting the stage for two things. Number one, these are all setting the stages for you to work on your midas. To become a better person. Number two, it's also, you're really investing in yourself. Because that Kodesh Baruch has to judge you and work with you. So you're investing in yourself. So that's very, very important. I didn't touch the sugya yet. It's late. We have to stop. But there's the sugya. I have to do Rabbi Shosalanta with you. Remind me someone tomorrow. Also to start going into the, the very deep balance of not being abused or hurt. And at the same time, doing everything that it says here in Chazal. Okay? So this is a big subject. We will, as Hashem, succeed at understanding this better. Okay, stop here.